T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. There's a couple of Supreme Court cases and some legal things that we're going to talk about here with Hans von Spakovsky, Heritage Foundation scholar, back with us here on 97.1 FM Talk. Hans, how are you? Mark, I'm doing just fine, thanks. I, I saw this uh, this coverage of this Google case with ISIS, and I had no idea. This one I didn't see coming, don't know anything about it, so I needed someone like you who's an expert to sort of explain this. But this is something that the court heard arguments on today, Gonzalez versus Google. No, that, that's right. And there's a companion case that they're hearing tomorrow, Twitter versus oh. uh, Tamanay. And the issue in both cases is is really pretty much the same. Um, the Gonzalez case today, uh, uh, Noemi uh, Gonzalez was a 23-year-old American woman. And in 2015, she was killed in a bistro in Paris when ISIS attacked her. Remember, you recall, 2015, ISIS carried out a whole series of attacks. In, in Paris, and she was one of right. the people killed. So the family sued um, Google because Google owns YouTube under what's called the Anti-Terrorism Act for um, aiding and abetting uh, the uh, ISIS and its terrorist attacks. And what this all boils down to is an interpretation of uh, what's called Section 230. Okay. And what they're talking about here is that, you know, when the Internet was first developing, um, all these Internet providers went to Congress and said, look, uh, we're, we're not going to be able to do what we do, which is just posting content from other people, um, if we can get sued for posting that content. So Congress passed this law that basically said Internet providers can't be treated like publishers. They can't be sued for libel. They can't be sued for defamation because all they're doing is posting the content of other people. They're not making editorial decisions. Well, we, we all know that they actually are kind well, of doing that right. today. Yeah. But, but, but the essence of this case is the family saying, well, we're not suing you because you posted ISIS videos um, we're suing you because the way YouTube works, uh, you didn't just post their videos. You would then uh, recommend to your user other videos. Amplify them, ISIS. in other words, right? You would, yes, yes, you would amplify them. So you were creating uh, notifications of new postings that the viewer might like or find interesting from ISIS. And so, therefore, you are no longer protected by Section 230. And the, the, the case tomorrow is a similar case. And that one, um, it was a guy who was actually killed in 2017 in an ISIS attack uh, at a nightclub in Istanbul. His American family has sued also under the Anti-Terrorism Act because it said that um, in this case, Twitter didn't act to keep ISIS content off of its platform, and that there that uh, that helped lead to the attack. 
So they had a long argument today, and um, all the justices were really active in asking in asking questions, including, by the way, Justice Thomas, who you know often said not yeah, to ask a lot of questions. Right. Yeah, they were asking a lot of questions, and boy, a lot of them was on. Well, how does this technology work? How do the algorithms work that all the social media platforms use to sort? content. I got to tell you, I I thought, you know, many of the questions were really interesting questions by all of the justices, you know, whether they're conservatives or liberals. And look, at the end of the day, after reading the the transcript of what happened today, I I have no idea how the how the court is going to wow that's interesting because that doesn't happen very often so let me let me ask a couple of uh, questions for clarification standpoint when when you're talking about you describe section 230 that that is not a defamation um section right that deals with the uh, anti-terrorism act is that is that accurate no okay no it it basically shields them from liability for content published by others okay the and and, but what they're doing is uh, the families are they're using the anti-terrorism act to sue uh, Google and Twitter, and both Google and Twitter are saying, well, you can't sue us under the Anti-Terrorism Act because we're protected by Section 230. So if Hans von Spakovsky was deciding this case, were you swayed? You say you can't really tell where one side is going. Were you swayed in this at all? Because this one seems to be a little trickier than some of them. Maybe that's why you had so many questions, right? Yeah, I think I think this is tricky. Um I I think the families actually made a good case when they say, look, uh, uh, Section 230 doesn't cover the social media platforms uh, making recommendations, sending email communications about content that has been published. All it protects them from is is the uh, content of ISIS that was actually published on there. I. You know, I, like I said, I'm not sure how the court's going to come out. I think part of what needs to happen, what ought to happen is, I think Congress needs to relook at Section 230 um, and decide whether they really want to keep that in federal law. Because, as, as I said before, and as, as we all know, but the social media companies actually have been acting well, that's the as, as right. editors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they've been, they've been uh, editorializing and, and for example— um, censoring content of Americans about everything from election matters to COVID-19 viruses. So to me, they're not just posting stuff. They are actually acting as publishers. And that's not what the law was intended to protect. So in theory, though, you could have a a situation where maybe constitutionally the justices decide that this um, is not something they should be legally liable before. But the Congress comes back and says, look, we need to change Section 230 because there's too many protections here, given the the current state. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And in fact, I think that if the if the court comes back and issues decisions in both of these cases in which they say, look, we sympathize with what happened to uh, your family members, but Section 230, you know, Congress passed right, this law right. and it prevents liability. I think that actually would be quite an incentive to Congress to do something about this. And I actually think this this might be something that could be bipartisan. Yeah, because I be. think, I, yeah, I think both sides might realize that uh, giving look the New York Times. 
they don't have immunity from being sued, you know, why, why should Twitter, why should Google, why should YouTube be given immunity from being sued? I think that this is making a strong case for why they should not be, Hans. I appreciate coming on here. Hey, one final question, though, before I let you go, just because um, I'm curious, and I think I know the answer. It's somewhat rhetorical. We're never going to find the the SCOTUS leaker, are we? Well, it sure doesn't look like it. And, uh, I mean, I think they should have brought in professional investigators rather than having their own marshal service do the investigation. But, yeah, I don't think we're ever going to find out. Uh, I, like I said, rhetorical question. Thanks for the update this afternoon, Hans. Appreciate it. Sure thing. All right, great Bye-bye. to catch up. 337-971 FM Talk. That's um, that's an interesting case, and we'll, we'll certainly keep track of that. And those are the decisions that won't come out until later this summer. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.